your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Today's show is going to feature a look at some of the teams the Wild may be able to work out a trade with ahead of the trade deadline. We'll also preview tonight's game against the Colorado Avalanche, and we'll look ahead to the rest of the week as well. Get you set up for the Locked on Wild, Locked in Player of the Week. I'm your host, Seth Topal, and let's just dive right in and look at what we have coming up tonight as the Wild will be taking on the Avalanche for Game 2 of their quick two-game series at the XL Energy Center. Unfortunately for the Wild, the first game went the way of Colorado with a 5-4 to four loss. The Wild gave up four goals in the second and uh, tried to make it a, uh, a comeback, and uh, it just was not enough um, against the Avalanche. So now the Wild trying to salvage a split, at least, as uh, then they will be uh, taking on the St. Louis Blues. Some injury notes for today's game before we look at some things that the Wild are going to uh, need to try to do uh, to uh, salvage the split. It looks like Cam Talbot will get the start here tonight uh, against the Avalanche. So um, despite a little bit of a rough go there in the second period, Talbot will get the nod here tonight. Uh, the Wild will welcome Matt Zuccarello and Zach Parisi to the lineup, but it looks as though Nick Bugstad is going to be out with an upper body injury. So two in, one out for the Wild into the lineup. So uh, at least we'll get uh, a chance to uh, get one of Kirill Kaprizov's line mates back, and uh, Parisi will be able to uh, kind of fill in one of those bottom six roles as well. It will be very interesting to see what the line combinations look like uh, for this team with Zuccarello back if they keep Kaprizov with uh, Erickson Eck and Greenway, or if uh, things kind of go back to uh, where they were to start the year with Zuccarello and Kaprizov paired together. But uh, that will be something that uh, remains to be seen ahead of tonight's game. So the big thing that the Wild are going to need to do is, uh, for one, you can't give up four goals in a, in one period, uh, as they did in the second. But Honestly, like the biggest turning point, it seemed like, in the game uh, against the Avalanche on Monday was that the Wild just, they, they got the 1-0 lead and they seemed to just kind of go away from what was working for them. And I know this is cliche, but the team that forces the opponent to deviate from their, uh, their set style or their game plan is usually the one that wins. And the Avalanche didn't have to do that. They were able to just kind of uh, weather the storm in the first and uh, that explosion in the second allowed them to take control of the game to the point where the Wild, uh, despite their comeback, could not get the job done. So if you're the Wild, you got to just keep trying to kind of uh, knock the Avalanche off balance. Uh, they've shown that they have been able to do it in the past with uh, a couple of wins against Colorado this season, but... As uh, as we mentioned in yesterday's show, this is just a team that the Wild seem to have to really play um, A plus hockey, if not A plus, then you know at least A hockey 
and uh, and a pretty complete game uh, in order to beat just because of the amount of talent the Avalanche have and the depth that they bring to the table as well. So the Wild just uh, need to really put some pressure on the Avalanche and hopefully that can lead to them coming away with uh, a win here tonight before uh, taking on the Blues. Uh, another opportunity for the Wild to pick up some points and to keep themselves in that top three in the West Division standings. And speaking of those standings, just uh, a quick update. Uh, the Avalanche with 56 points, 26-8-4. and four. They are in the top spot, four points ahead of the Vegas Golden Knights, who are 25-10-2 with 52 points. Then the Wild are third, 23-12-2 with 48 points. Uh, they do have a game in hand on the Avalanche, but Colorado eight points ahead of the Wild at this point. So um, they have some work that needs to be done. Uh, in order to uh, to get back above both the Golden Knights and uh, get even with the Avalanche as well. A five-point lead over Arizona for that uh, fourth playoff spot, but more importantly, a 10-point lead over the St. Louis Blues for a playoff spot and the San Jose Sharks as well. So Wilds do have a little bit of breathing room uh, for one of those top spots in the playoffs, but you want to try to hop further up the standings as opposed to uh, kind of walking in, limping into the playoffs. Because here's the other thing. Uh, The Wild have 19 games remaining for the regular season. That's it. Uh, The regular season coming to a close very, very quickly. And so um, it's it's push time uh, for the Wild to, uh, to try to keep one of those playoff spots in tow. And a good way that will uh, allow the Wild to uh, make a little bit more of a push, depending on how they play it, is the trade deadline coming up. Uh, a chance for the Wild to acquire some assets to uh, to help them with their playoff push. Uh, and by all accounts, it sounds like they will be looking to buy at the trade deadline. So that should be some welcome news for uh, Wild fans that uh, Bill Guerin is looking to make a move that could help this team uh, solidify themselves. Uh, they are in the top four in the West, but uh, could solidify them as one of maybe those top two teams in the West, depending on uh, who they would go out and get. So coming up next, we're going to take a little bit of a look, just a kind of a general look at uh, where everybody's at in the uh, the rest of the divisions and some teams that may be potential targets uh, with uh, where they're at in the standings just to see if we can find uh, a potential match for Bill Guerin. There's one big one out there, obviously, that we will discuss, but uh, we'll see if we can find some other potential trade partners for Bill Guerin and the Wilds next. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations throughout the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or the latest trade rumors. You can find Locked On hosts across the NBA, MLB, and the NHL as well. And don't worry, Locked On Wild is going to be joining the party soon. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NFL, MLB, NHL, you name it. Join the group for the latest league updates. 
I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Can't wait to get started. I'll make sure to let you know when Locked On Wild is live. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. By now, I'm sure you've heard me talk a lot about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. If you're not familiar, though, you got to check out their flavors. 18 amazing flavors, including six brand new caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Plus, you got to go with the originals, too. Coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, coconut, and peanut butter brownie. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're healthy, too. It's the best way to lose weight and also eat some delicious treats. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for those on the keto diet. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Looking now at some of the standings throughout the rest of the NHL as we try to figure out who could be some logical trade partners for the Wild as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline. Again, all accounts that Bill Guerin is looking to add pieces to this Wild team because of how well they have done to start the season. So we uh, can certainly be happy about that. Let's start off in the Central. Uh, The Florida Panthers and uh, Carolina Hurricanes and Tampa Bay Lightning. That's the three-headed monster in the Central Division. Uh, The Panthers with 56 points leading right now, but the Carolina Hurricanes have 55 and the Lightning have 54. So those three are leading the pack right now. Nashville is in the fourth spot at the moment with 43 points, but Chicago has 41 and Columbus has 38. And uh, those are really, I would say, the only two teams that uh, that have a serious chance of, uh, of contending. And honestly, a surge by Nashville has allowed them to get into that fourth spot uh, eight and two in their last ten games, but you look at how the uh, the other teams are playing right now. Chicago's four and six in their last ten. Columbus is three six and one in their last ten. Dallas is three four and three, and uh, Detroit is three five and two. So Detroit with thirty two points, they are definitely out of it. So that would uh, theoretically be a team that uh, the Wilds could look at uh, Dallas as well. The Dallas Stars coming off of the Stanley Cup Finals run last year. Uh, that could definitely be a team that they look at as well. I guess the biggest question is what do we consider the biggest need for this team? And uh, you can look right down the middle uh, to find the answer to that. Of course, the Wild just, they, they need some true centers. They need some top six players uh, and uh, they need a top line center as well. So is anybody in the central going to be able to give you that? Uh, of course, there is kind of an interesting wrinkle uh, to this with the Florida Panthers uh, as uh, they currently have one that uh, that could be a, a very attractive uh, candidate uh, for trade, but it's going to take a lot. That, of course, is Alexander Barkov. Um, 
would Florida look at uh, an opportunity to maybe make this move for a player who is going to be a free agent and is going to command a ton of money in the offseason that they may not necessarily be able to sign to a long-term deal? I mean, yes, it's certainly possible, but I, I think that sends a, uh, a massively wrong message for the Panthers right now with how well they have been playing they have, uh, they're tied with Colorado for most points in the entire NHL. So trading away a 25-year-old center um, at this point in the season, I don't think is, is anything that Florida is going to consider. Now, offseason, yeah, absolutely. They will, uh, I'm sure, look at it and, uh, and see if they can get something done. But I, I don't think Barkov's going anywhere uh, at the trade deadline unless he is absolutely blown away uh, unless the Panthers are blown away by the return that uh, that trading him would net, but I don't know if anybody's going to be able to uh, get to that level. So let's let's just pull Barkov off the table at this point. Uh, Carolina and Tampa Bay obviously going to be looking at uh, at buying if doing anything. Tampa Bay maybe not so much with how strapped they are against the salary cap. But teams that could potentially be looking to sell, uh, Dallas, I would say, would be one to uh, certainly take a look at. But the biggest question with any of these potential trade partners is, are they going to be able to give you something that could truly be determined uh, as a, uh, a a massive, like, all-in type of move? And I don't know if a guy like Joe Pavelski is uh, is somebody that's going to move the needle um, in that regard. I mean, he does have 15 goals in 37 games so far this season, just under a point per game uh, so far this year with 15 goals, 19 assists. So maybe that is a name that, uh, that you look at as, uh, as somebody that they could potentially uh, try to go get, but then what is the uh, what is the asking price going to be? Because if there is another team out there that is uh, is in those top four, um, there are certainly going to be others that come knocking. Uh, especially if Dallas decides that they are going to jettison the escape pods, um, the prices are going to be steep for uh, for anybody that the Wild try to go out and get. But let's just put Dallas in that category for now. We also could put. Uh, Detroit in that category. But the thing with Detroit, in just looking over their roster, uh, they're a very young team. So I don't know if, uh, I don't know what the asking price would be for any of their uh, young players. Uh, it certainly would be very high. And so maybe that's a situation where Bill Guerin just avoids that altogether as well. Uh, looking at uh, the East Division here quickly, you've got the Capitals and the Islanders with 54 points and uh, Pittsburgh with 50. Boston's in the fourth spot right now with 46. You've got the New York Rangers and the Flyers both with 41 points. Then New Jersey and Buffalo are out of the picture. Uh, New Jersey has 32 points. Buffalo has 24. Obviously, the big name here is Jack Eichel, and uh, his presence would uh, would definitely give the wild that top center they have been looking for uh, for a long time and that's that's not to discredit Jewel Erickson Eck uh, at all he just he's not he's not a top line center um, like some of these other guys that we see throughout the NHL he is definitely a top six forward but uh, he's not a true top center so you get a guy like Eichel and uh, he would definitely fill that position 
and then you could build around him. You could build around uh, whoever was left. Obviously, the price is going to be massive for his services. It would, uh, no doubt, take uh, likely somebody along the lines of Kevin Fiala or Kirill Kaprizov or a top prospect as well. Um, so that's going to be a massive asking price. But yes, the uh, the talent is worth it, and uh, that would be something that would definitely put the Wild uh, into that upper echelon category if they uh, are able to keep uh, all of their top defensemen, which I wouldn't see why they wouldn't be able to. But uh, that that could be a move that puts them at the uh, at the top of the Stanley Cup hopefuls uh, and could even give them enough to contend with Colorado. But that's uh, that's a little bit of a look. We'll continue this discussion and we'll take a look at some further potential trade partners next. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. No NFL, but the NBA and the NHL are in full swing, and it's Masters Week, so plenty for you to throw some cash down on. BetOnline.ag even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. So if you are not the biggest sports fan, don't worry. They've still got plenty that you can take a look at. They offer real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use that promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Continuing our discussion on potential trade partners for the Minnesota Wild, based on uh, where teams are at in the standings so far, we've got Dallas and Detroit. I, I mean... You can also probably throw Columbus into uh, into that area as well, just with the fact that they're three six and one in their last ten. And uh, going to the East, we were uh, talking about them uh, at length with uh, New Jersey and Buffalo definitely out there, and Philly probably could be uh, in that category as well, three five and two in their last ten, and uh, they are currently tied with New York, uh, the Rangers with 41 points, five back from that fourth spot in the playoffs. Uh, The North division, you've got Toronto with 55 points, Winnipeg with 49, Edmonton with 48, Montreal with 43. Those are your top four. Then Vancouver and Calgary tied with 35 points. Ottawa distantly back at 13, 22, and 4. They have 30 points, so Ottawa likely out of it. And... uh, I would say Calgary probably will be as well. I mean, you look at their last 10, they're 2-8, and eight, and they've lost four in a row. So uh, Calgary probably will be out of it as well. And then in the West Division, I mean, you look at uh, the standings. We've talked about them already today. Colorado in the top spot with 56 points. Vegas with 52. The Wild with 48. Arizona with 43. Then you got St. Louis and San Jose with 38 apiece. The LA Kings with 34 and Anaheim with 31. So Anaheim and the LA Kings probably 
um, can be considered sellers at this point. Uh, you look, though, at uh, St. Louis behind uh, the Arizona Coyotes. They're 2-7-1 and one in their last 10. They've lost seven games in a row. So uh, they could be a potential uh, team to sell at the trade deadline as well. Uh, San Jose has been uh, playing better hockey. So I would say of the uh, of St. Louis and San Jose, the team that could give Arizona the biggest push uh, for that final playoff spot would definitely be San Jose. So Blues, Kings, and Ducks could, uh, could be considered uh, potential sellers uh, at this point. And you look at uh, the names of players that uh, could be of potential use to the Wilds. Uh, I mean, Ryan O'Reilly, certainly a more veteran player, uh, 29 years old. And you look at what he's done so far this season. He's got 34 points in 38 games, 13 goals, 21 assists. Uh, another name that, uh, that could be potentially uh, of interest to the Wild is uh, Braden Shen. He has 26 points in 38 games this season, 12 goals and 14 assists. So uh, a couple of guys that uh, that have done well so far this year, uh, they both also have uh, three power play goals on the season. And, uh, I mean, th- that could be um, a potential spot for the Wild to look uh, if they uh, if they really are serious about trying to upgrade that center position, um, they they certainly could as well. Now, an interesting name that's been floated as potential to head somewhere in a trade is uh, Marcus Johansson, who has been playing better over the uh, the last couple of weeks um, since he came back into the lineup. And so, if you bring in a center. Uh, there is potential for him to be jettisoned somewhere to kind of try to make the money work uh, a little bit. Um, the other thing to consider in any of these potential trade scenarios is just how strapped cap-wise uh, this wild team is currently. So they are going to have to really maneuver the cap in order to bring in any sort of large salary, which is also going to impact uh, the type of moves that they could uh, could make um, if they were to pull somebody in. It would have to be uh, a scenario where they either, like I said, jettison some players or they uh, would have to take in somebody who is on maybe a rookie deal, something uh, along those lines. So some things to consider for the Wild as they look to make some moves uh, around the trade deadline to try to help propel them to that uh, that two spot in the uh, West standings. And uh, it'll be very interesting to see how Bill Guerin handles his first trade deadline as GM of the Minnesota Wild. So some very interesting things to keep an eye on. Um, and now that we are getting to the point where we'll start to incorporate some guests into this show. That's definitely a question to ask um, as we have people on, is what sort of return would it require uh, in order for the Wild to uh, to get somebody that could be maybe that top center or fill one of those top two spots uh, in the lineup at the center position? So good questions, to, uh, good questions to ask and good problems to have. I mean, we could be talking about a Wild team that is, uh, is set up to sell at the deadline, 
but uh, thankfully we're not having those types of conversations. We are trying to figure out how to make the Wild a, uh, a better roster uh, as the playoff push continues. So make sure to follow me on Twitter, at Seth Topes. Make sure to follow Locked on Wild as we uh, draw today's episode to a close so you can stay up to date with the latest Wild news and uh, make sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss out on the latest episode of Locked on Wild. Of course, ahead of tonight's game, make sure to give a check to Locked on Avalanche as well to get a little better perspective from the Avalanche uh, as to tonight's game as well. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Locked on Wild. We will catch you again tomorrow.